You want me to fix you, but I can't fix myself. You said, babe, I miss you, like it's a cry for help. Do you want me to stay? Do you want me to go? I think I'm going out of my mind. Alright, so yeah, this is uh this is one of those uh we how many times have we rescheduled? What's that? How many times have we rescheduled? Three? Uh at least. Maybe even like four or five. I th- I know I I can think of three off the top of my head. So because yeah. you were gonna be one of my season two people. So yeah. And what yeah. season are we on? <laughs> <laughs> well, the whole reason I want to talk to you is because you're busy, and the whole reason I haven't been able to talk to you is because you're busy. <laughs> you're busy. <laughs> oh, that's funny. That's well, that's exactly it. Because you're, I don't know, you're you're one of those random people that I I honestly don't know how I came. Across. I know I found you originally on TikTok. Oh, really? Yeah, I found you on TikTok. I, I did not know that. And then you showed up on my suggesteds on Snapchat. Oh really? Because we have mutuals. Do we? I wonder who. Do we know who? I I don't know who, but it said like <laughs> three plus mutual friends, and I was Weird. on one of those. I was on one of those adding things. I'm like, I'm just gonna start adding people because I, I. Okay, to be fair, I don't know on Facebook, on Instagram, yeah. on even Twitter. I know pretty much everybody I'm linked with. Right. 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 Like when I, because I mean when I, I I learned back in the the MySpace days that I could have a, a a million followers and have no idea who anybody was. So when I decided to downsize my Facebook a couple of years ago, I was at five thousand with a bunch of followers, like the yep. max of, of Facebook, and I downsized it to like twenty twenty one hundred, I think. Yeah. Basically, got I, rid of it. I have that problem, too, because I feel like I have so many people that I follow, and they, they follow me, and I'm like, I don't even know any of you. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly it. So I don't know any of the people. I don't know, like, so I downsized, and I do that on everything. So I know pretty much everybody. Every once in a while, there's somebody on Twitter that I'm like, I don't know you, but they're interesting, and I and I want to see what they do. TikTok, complete mystery to me. I, have, I, oh, yeah. I For one, I don't understand how to, like, what videos work and what videos don't of mine. Um, and I don't know most of those people. The people who follow me, like, I know, I think, six. The rest yeah, are, like, I, I do feel that. I feel like, yeah, TikTok's, like a, like, a wide range of a variety of people that I'll never meet, but I like to stay up to date with their life. <laughs> exactly. I'm like, well, I don't know you, but this is cool. So, <laughs> and it's, it, it is a cool way to find find shit. And the other thing is, like, when I'm traveling, I like to use TikTok to find shit to do. Yep, absolutely. So I do yeah. that. I feel but like I've Snapchat, learned just a lot of stuff off of TikTok. Oh, exactly. Like, it's actually kind of like, it's it's YouTube downsized. Yeah. Like, it's it's like an abbreviated version of, of it YouTube. It really so is. Like, it's like six, seven seconds instead of like a ten-minute video. <laughs> yeah, you're like trying to pause going, what the fuck did they do? Yeah, right. that kind of stuff. And and I do have, I have more what the fuck moments on TikTok than any other time, too, because it's either ridiculously painful things that happen to people, which I enjoy watching those videos, I won't lie, <laughs> or like just how the hell did you get that on film? Right, absolutely. How did you actually catch that? That has to be staged. And then when you realize there's no way that could be staged, it makes it even better. But that, that's accurate. That's super yeah. accurate. Yeah. So, but the, the real mystery to me is I have thousands of followers on Snapchat. Okay. Like thousands. 
I, I don't know most of them. A huge majority, like 90% of the people that follow me on Snapchat, I have no idea who they are, where they come from, any of that. So when I downsized everything last year and was like, I'm going to try and recollect my life, I started, I went through my suggested friends on Snapchat, and that's when I think I found you. I was like, well, okay, this, at first I was like, this can't be the same person that I've seen (laughs) on TikTok. And then I did, and it was, and I was like, okay, sweet. This works. At least I do know who this is. I have no right. idea who our mutuals are. I have well, no idea how that works. We kept in good contact, too. Like, I feel like we would, like, touch base, like, once every, like, month, month and a half. Like, hey, I didn't forget about you, but I'm just, like, super busy. <laughs> yeah, well, and that's been it, too. Well, cause, and I don't remember what the first conversation – it was something you were print, You were doing something with, with your clothing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I asked you a question, and I don't even remember what it was, but it was one of those things that it was, like, 3 o'clock in the morning – here, which means like four o'clock there, okay. and uh, you answered like immediately. And I was like, "Oh, I'm such a dick. oh yeah, I, I don't didn't wake her up." Yeah. No, I literally don't sleep. Like, I think I'll maybe get like four hours of sleep at night, but I wake up like twelve times a night. See, and that's that's uh, this, the people I find that are more successful and more driven are the people who sleep less and occupy their time more effectively. And oh, I yeah. Think I feel like I'm wasting time when I'm sleeping, so I'm, yeah. like, up at odd hours of the night. I mean, we've even talked about that a couple of times, the fact that it's the middle of the night and we're both still working and everybody else on the planet is out partying or asleep like normal people. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, so. But don't get me wrong. I do have my days where, like, it all catches up to me and I'm, like, in bed all day and I'm just out cold. <laughs> I I wish I could say I do that. Um, I actually just took the first quote-unquote vacation I've taken in uh, 19 years. Okay, good for you. Where'd you go? I went to Vegas. Okay. Yeah. Um, and the, the thing time is, of I, your life? Well, I still worked. Um, I just oh, worked I mean, a lot less. <laughs> yeah, I, well, you have to. You know how it is. No, I know. You take a day I off and listen to emails. I mean, that's Every exactly what it is. Every one of my trips is like a business trip wrapped into it. Exactly. I mean, I did a couple of quick shoots. I, yep. you know, but I made a point of I didn't tell a lot of people I was going, yeah. so that I didn't get inundated with a. Well, hey, if you're going to be here, let's. I didn't want that. No. Um, I was actually going to celebrate a birthday of because um, one of my best friends, Jasmine, I, I bought her a trip for okay. her birthday, and then lockdown Ooh. happened. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So we, kind of thing. so we just kind of waited, and they, they, uh, the, the company I work through that, that does all my bookings and stuff, they just held the rates for me. They're like, look, it's not your fault. You can't go. Like, we'll just hold this. And they gave me five years. Oh, wow. That's, that's like, you, awesome. That's a good company. I was like, I kind of love you guys. But, but that's the thing is that being able to travel, I mean, I mean, and you do this. You travel cross-country. I mean, hell, how many times have you been driving through – Grand Junction, and I'm like, wave as you go by, because you're on I-70 traveling cross-country. I mean, a lot. <laughs> exactly. So you know that when you travel a lot, you find that place that you like or that restaurant that you yeah. like. Or that, oh, yeah. That's how I definitely it, have my handful of places that I, like, look forward to going back every time. 
Well, that's my thing is that this company has always done me right with that. And I've been working with the same couple of agents that I deal with because I didn't do traditional travel agents. These are actually people who do touring. It's like a relationship with them too where they're like, we're not even worried about you. (laughs) Exactly. Well, because I started working with them when I was touring as a musician and and doing stuff. And then they were like, well, you you run in the label and all this other, just keep working with us. So awesome. it works great, and they're they're phenomenal people. Um, I'm unfortunately they 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 have one of those things where like please don't ever shout us out because I did once um, in an interview, <laughs> and they were like we got so many calls. They're they're very very concierge. They're very small. It's two oh, people okay. that run it all, and they do everything. And they're like we're very specific to don't ever shout us out. So um, I mean, but, respect for that. <laughs> no, I do too. But I, but I do know that if you ever work with uh, William William Morris or AAP, you can work directly with them. So. You know, you, for, for, those, for those listening that, that are going, well, I want that. Well, go get an agent with the, with one of these big talent agencies, and they'll hook you I up. I love that. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. So, but I did go, and I mean, I did work a little bit, but it was actually really kind of nice because I got to go with my eldest son, which Aww. the last vacation I took was with my eldest son, but he was two at the time. Okay. You know, he was like and two or three. How old is he now? Twenty-one. Oh, so he had fun too. I bet. Oh, that kid killed it. Like, he absolutely did. He did more than any of the rest of us. And and, he, and keep in mind, he doesn't party. He doesn't drink. Right. Like, he was tasting. He would taste drinks. So it turns out he really likes old fashions and, like, like prohibition area highballs and stuff, which is awesome. That is Because I never would have expected that. Yeah. yeah. That's but, not, like, every 21-year-old's favorite drink. <laughs> yeah, he's like, he's like, yeah, give me something with bitters in it. Yeah, it's like, I want a Bud Light. You know, he's like, no, no, I want, I want a real drink and I want – but it's cool – and he did, you know, zip lines. Kids Afraid of Heights did a zip line. Uh, he has never been on a real roller coaster, did the New York, New York by himself. Wow, he got, like, the full experience. <laughs> yeah, he just went everywhere. He was like, And he was getting stuff for his siblings and going to, like, M&M World and Hershey and Aww. getting stuff for his mom. I mean, it was, just, it was so cool watching, watching him. And I went with a group of, like, I mean, they're my loved ones. They're my closest. My family yeah. is so disconnected, and, and, and I'm such a black sheep, that my family became my friends. I choose yeah. my family. You know, and, Right. And, and we've talked about that, too, family not being blood. Oh, yeah, you know? absolutely. Yeah, that's how so, my brother is. Like, me and my brother aren't blood, but, like, I mean, you pick your family when people stick around. Exactly. Like the people who actually like watch you struggle and, and don't try and knock yep. you down, don't try and hold you down. That's the Well, culture. and it's like the ones that inspire you, they hold you up and they like keep you going. Like that's family. Exactly. Exactly. So I, you know, these are the people that I got to go with and it was, we had some of the best food. Um, I go to Vegas a lot on work stuff, so I know a lot of stuff. Plus, I was going to say, I, I thought you did go to Vegas quite often. Yeah, well, I do because well, for one, I I was a card player like hardcore into into Texas Hold'em, like okay. played played tournaments and stuff, and did that for a lot of years. So I used to go to Vegas, and honestly, my very first girlfriend went to UNLV, and uh, God, I'm about to say this on on air. I've never actually admitted this to a large group of people. I, I was I was actually going to move to Las Vegas, and she broke up with me two days before I moved. Oh, you're poor. <laughs> I don't mean to laugh, but like, what? <laughs> no, it's funny now because we're. I mean, I'm one of those weird people. I'm still friends with all of my exes, and 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 she and I. She actually, we talked yesterday because she didn't get to see me. Really? Time. She was so busy with her kids. Yeah, I'm friends with all my exes except my last ex. That's um, except for that last one. That's my last ex. Yeah. Well, that was one of those. That was the 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 last one fucked me up. I won't lie. Like we literally we were doing so well and we were talking like forever. 
it's the first time I ever let like anybody really in and and really be a part of everything, oh, business, like, all of it. That's so worse. And then it ended like literally like on a Sunday evening we were booking trips and we were making plans and I was putting money into merchandise and putting money into conventions and booking trips and doing all this stuff and on Tuesday night she dumped me. Like literally like, Tuesday. Did she let you down easier or was it like she pulled oh, a rug no. out from underneath you? No, it was literally she she you know, she disappeared for the day and I was like, What the hell is going on? Like what what talk to me and she said, I can't do this, you make me want to kill myself. I what? can't fucking be with you anymore and the what? next morning she had she moved out. It was that fast. It was it so, was like, a forty eight hour turnaround. No. Honest oh. to God. Like if you'd asked me three months prior if if we were doing like Rocky, yes. We were like we're in it ironically, this is like almost exactly three years ago. The the anniversary of the breakup is, is May twenty first, three years ago. That's wild. Yeah. So yeah, that was a that was a rapid fucking crazy little train. And it, it, it actually not only because she was involved in the businesses of you know, yeah. the record label and my DJing and, and everything, like it was it was all of it all at once. And because of that, it was really, really financially and business was devastating. I almost didn't yeah. didn't write that one out. Well and like um, that's like I feel like why I'm so single is because like the next person that I want, I want to be involved in everything that I do with the thought of having somebody else like so involved into like my, what I'm passionate about scares me. <laughs> and I and I respect the fuck out of that in all honesty. Like I and I'm I don't. I don't talk about my love life very often. Yeah, uh, I mean, don't I don't understand. either because I don't have one and it's dysfunctional. <laughs> well, and but see, that's just it. Is that mine is? I am the guy who I have so many female. We've talked about this too. The fact yeah. that I'm the guy who has so many female friends because they know I'm yeah, safe. They know absolutely. I'm the guy they can they can count on, and yeah. I like to take my friends on dates. Absolutely, as you should. Like that's you know? that's healthy. That is normal. Like. Yeah. But I, I love get that. in a relationship standpoint where that I mean that gets rocky, like you know. Yeah, when you when you when you stand the other side of it is that and and it's it's something that that I don't talk about, but I'm actually polyamorous. I have a okay. really it's not that I have a hard time with monogamy. If you ask me monogamous, I, I I it's easy. Right. I can commit to a relationship, Absolutely. but I don't like the concept of giving yourself entirely to someone who doesn't do the same for you. Absolutely. 100%. I, like, I get both sides of it. I like, do too. Like, and... like, when I'm committed, I'm, like, committed. I'm all in, like, you know, but then it's just, like, that's why I feel like I stay single, just so, like, I just protect, like, my own energy, and I just, like, do my own thing, and I don't, like, give my all to someone that could potentially just, like, destroy me. You know what I mean? I know exactly what you mean, and that's my thing, is that, like, like do I love people? Yes. Do I give... All, you know, do I give in a relationship? Yes, but I don't believe in limiting that. Like, like right now, um, I have a woman living with me who I, I love her very much. We okay. have a great, great friendship, great relationship. It's it's like being together. But she also has this like even some of her friends she will bring to me and like I need you to kind of be their surrogate boyfriend to get them through this. And we okay. have one friend. We have one friend between us who, like, she literally is like, "This is one person. Like, if she l- moved in with us, I would be okay with this because she needs you as much as I need you, and you can oh, be like, this rock for us." That's like wild. Like, 
I guess I've never, like, talked to someone that has that. But, like, that's kind of, like, I mean, like, mad respect for, like, her, like, helping her friend, though. Like, you know what I mean? It, she's so confident and so, so, and that's, that's what, what it that's takes. Exact, that's exactly what it is. It is confidence 100%. She knows I would never do anything to hurt her feelings or do that. And, and I've had that before. You know, the ex that, that destroyed me, she's, she's bi. And she okay. was like, I, I, will, I will absolutely commit to you and be with you 100%. And you will be with me 100%. But there was, at one point, she was like, I do miss being with women. And she actually, like, kind of without me really knowing, was trying to, like, bring in a third so we would be a throuple. And it wasn't a sex thing. It was literally we both needed that extra feminine energy in her mind. Right. Um, it ended up not working out because they very rarely do, and that's just how that works. I was going to say, but, like, I could, I could only imagine, like, I mean, I don't know, but, like, I couldn't imagine how well some of those things would work. Like, I imagine, like, sometimes it just really works and sometimes it just really doesn't. Yeah. Well, and it take, I mean, I know, I know a couple people that are in throubles. I know one married group that is, God, they're amazing. They, they they really are the best wives for each other. They're the best husband wife for in both relationships. I mean, it's it's absolutely even and equal. But they're all so completely comfortable with, and they're completely open. It takes an right. honesty that most people are uncomfortable with. I could see that. I could definitely see that. Yeah. So it's a lot harder for me, lots of times, to commit to because I will never divulge information without some kind of provocation. I'm right. I grew up being kind of a scumbag and I don't really like I'm not proud of that. Right. But if somebody asks me, I'm gonna be honest. I'm not gonna Well transparency is like everything. Like I am I'm a super transparent person. Like I'm like an open book. Like so like I mean I feel like with that kind of situation you would have to be like very transparent, especially with like anyone that kinda of comes into your life. Well and, and see and that but see I play both sides of the card and a lot of my friends okay. that, Especially, a lot of my friends, they call me, they, they say that I'm kind of a vampire and that I, they, they meet me, they know me, I'm this nocturnal being in their life, and they know enough about me to know that they're intrigued, then they want to know more, but they don't know what questions to ask, and because I don't volunteer the information, yeah. I, I kind of have like this, this mystery and I really don't. Like, like if you yeah. want to know the bad things I've done, most of it's in a police record if you want to look it up. I mean, it's, it's not hard right. to figure this shit out, but because I don't just talk about it. Because if you, like, I have my, my one friend, Kate, friends for two years before she realized how many, A, how many kids I had or met any of them. And really? was like, yeah, she, she's like, I, she, well, she knew I had my daughter that I take care of yep. that's around a lot. But she'd never even met her. She just knew she was around a lot. She'd hear her on the phone or she'd, you know, oh, i gotta gra- I got to grab her and take her to the doctor. i got to do this. But then when my eldest son moved back to the area, she's like, wait, you have a son? I was like, I mean, yeah, and I have a stepson and a stepdaughter too. And she was like, wait, what? How, how do I not know this? And she was like mad at me. And I'm like, you never asked. <laughs> you didn't ask me, so I didn't I think. do know a lot of people that are like that, though. Like, they don't get more information than they ask. And then there's, like, me, and I'm like, what do you want to know? Like, I got 12 stories. Like, what's up? <laughs> well, but, okay. And and the very first time we talked, you were kind of like, like I'm going to give you enough information so that yep. you feel like we have a connection, but I'm not going to give you enough that you could ever hurt me with it. Right. Well, and I caught yeah. that. Really quick, yeah. like, okay, you've been burned by people that you're close to. Oh, yeah. my I feel like even, like, lately, like, I feel like every single one of my bridges have just been set on fire, and I'm just, like, by myself in the middle of an island, like, just chilling. 
That's not always a bad thing, though. It's not, though. I love the island. Like, the views are beautiful. Like, everything, like, everything's, like, it's my island. I do whatever I want. Like, I don't have to consider anyone else, and I just kind of just been, you know, doing my thing. And it's, like, the focus has been insane because I've been able to just completely focus on, like, my art and my grind and just what I'm passionate about. That's a good, okay, so let's just, I mean, getting, for one, you've got, well, well, it's Wild Times, right? Wild Times, yeah. Yeah. When, when did that start, and how did that whole, how did that come about? Honestly, Wild Times kind of, like, fell in my lap, in a sense. Like, so I bartend, and I had some guy at the bar, and I was like, what do you do for work? Like, you know, the basic bar talk when you're trying to pass time. And he was like, you know, I help people start businesses. And I was like, sick, I want to start a business. Like, because I did so much promo work for other companies, which I absolutely love every company I've ever worked with. But it's like one of those things that, like, I want to promote myself. Like, you know, my following's starting to get bigger. Like, I just kind of want to do my own thing. And so I'd gotten into contact with this guy, and he kind of, like, he was like a third party. So he, like, did all the shipping and, like, the making and whatever. I just pretty much gave him designs of, like, what I wanted and, like, what colors and, like, all that kind of stuff. Um, and then, yeah, so that was a year ago in August. Um, but then, so that was like a whole crazy thing. I like randomly woke up one day and he goes, all right, well, we have everything in line. We just need a name. And I'm like, I have no clue what to name my clothing brand on a random Wednesday. Like, you know what I mean? And I just like woke up and wild times kind of just like clicked in my head and I'm like, run it. Like, let's see what happens. That's fucking awesome. Yeah. But then since then, I've um, left doing a third party, and now I'm doing everything myself, which is, like, a super long process, but it's, like, going to be worth it this summer when I do my drop. Um, so now I'm doing all the inventory myself, the shipping myself, like, all that kind of stuff, like, doing it all myself. So we'll see well, how that and, goes. And, yeah, I do know. I, I, I did the exact same thing. That's how we started yeah. a lot of our dropship stuff back when we were in bands and then taking it over yeah. and – now I do it all in-house. It takes time to get it's there. It's so much more rewarding, though, like mentally, like physically having it in your hand and being like, I designed this, I did this, like, you know what I mean? Oh, no, I absolutely do. Um, I'm actually right now, the, the thing that kills me with that is is trying to stay ahead of yourself. Because, like, yeah. right now I have two shirts ready to go. Yeah. Um, three. Three shirts ready to go that I have not launched yet that we're okay. still doing the we're doing the test printing where we're trying to figure out exactly yeah. the right discharge mix and how we're going to do it and what we're going to yeah. do and making sure the signature's the right, right and all that stuff. The right fabrics and the right colors. Yeah, no, yeah. I get you. Well, and I mean, and, well, I, that stuff I know because I do most of my stuff is discharged, so it's, so it's, it's yeah. white print on black, but it's actually discharged through the, the fabric, so it's not a print on. It's a print through. It never fades. Oh, I love that. I know I switched to embroidery, so most of my stuff this summer that I'm going to be bringing out is like all embroidered and yeah, that's um, cool shit. Super like I literally found like the best embroidery company. Um, they like work around the clock for me and they're amazing. That's super, awesome. That. Yes, yeah, super excited to work with them. Yeah. So, but, but yeah, like I know what shirts I want. I know what designs. I've been doing this long enough. That I've got most of it down. But the design stuff, because it's based on my photography, people are just like, "Holy shit, man! We're gonna have to print like thirty of these to get it right." Yeah, and that that's expensive as hell. The test expensive. process is the super expensive. Is it's harder to print one shirt than it is to print a hundred. Right. 
And Absolutely. so when we're when we're doing all this, it's really rough. So that's, but it is so rewarding when you finally get there. And and for me, the reward because I because all of it's based on the photography. And one of the things yeah. that I do is when I any garment that I do that is based on somebody, any harness that is inspired by someone, any of that stuff, I share fifty percent of the profits with that person absolutely i absolutely like love that like and like i feel like that's like how it should be you know well it should and and too often i mean you we'll get into your photography here in a minute but you as a photographer know that there are times where if you don't have the right model or you don't have the right inspiration the whole thing sucks we're just we're just somebody standing there pushing buttons yep yep so when somebody truly inspires you truly draws something out of you and brings you to the moment you know, I, you I describe it, you gotta take it and run with it. Like you have to. Yeah, for no. me, like I describe a good photo shoot like dancing. Yeah. I love dancing. Well, and the vibes have to be like immaculate. Like that's like my thing is like I'm all about the vibes. I'm all about like the flow of everything. Like that's that's like ideal. Like. Precisely. So when you're doing that and you you find that connection, that chemistry, where it's it's like wow, we just we really just met. Yeah. You really yeah. just feel aligned and just in sync and, like, just all of it, auditorily, visually, everything yep. is just lined up. And you're like, and everything goes so good. You're like, I want to get home and edit these right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and and there's those moments. And so for me to take that and then hand someone a garment and go, this is the a physical representation of who we are. Just an it. image. I love the images. I love the, yeah. the videography and the photography. I do. But when you give somebody something tangible that they're like, oh, my God, you just gave me a shirt of me? What? Absolutely. That's, that's me? And, and we're that. And this is everywhere. That, that look on their face the first time they see it. It's empowering. Like, I literally made some shirts with my face on them the other day, and I, like, <laughs> ordered a bunch of them, and I'm like, I love this. Like, it's a whole vibe. Like, because it's, like, one of my self-portraits. I'm like, you know, I put in a bunch of work to, like, do these of myself. Yeah. And throwing them on a shirt and having people sit there and be like, I want a picture of your face on my shirt. Like, I don't know. It's, it's, it's a support for me. You know what I mean? There you go. And that, and that's that's just it. Is it. It's not even an ego thing. It's literally It's like, not at all. It's like, it's like the support. Like, you know, I see your art. Like, you know, even if I did any other picture on there, people, like, supporting that. Like, I don't know. Nothing means more to me. Right. Like, that sense of empowerment, being able to do that when you're doing those things. You said it, you didn't know, like, your name. You didn't know what you wanted it to be, and it just kind of came out. Yeah. Like, I, I put so much thought that people don't realize into yeah. the images that I, that I present and the way that Absolutely. I do my style and my editing. And, and, uh-huh. and I, don't, I don't necessarily expect people to know, but when they do catch on and they do see something... Right. Honestly, but hard work will always show. Like, that is, like, one thing that I've realized is, like, however much you work in the dark and that people don't see it, it'll always show. Like, always. Yeah. Well, and that's been my – because, I mean, I I tend to work from home. Um, If I have a warehouse space, I work from a warehouse space. If I have a big – if I'm running a venue, I work from the venue. But if if I'm working, I work from my garage. Like, right now my office is what is supposed to be a dining room, but – that's my office. That's my space. Yeah. And so I can be in the middle of stuff. I can talk to my kids and hang out and not feel like I'm missing out. I can talk to people when they come over. And, and I, there is kind of a rotating cast of people who come through wherever I live. That's so I think we talked about that. Yeah. Yeah. They, they just, they, they're just those people. And it's not that they're necessarily coming over to bother me or because they need something. Sometimes they're just coming over to kind of like watch me be busy. 
Yeah. And, like, my friend Josh. I, just, I would love to job shadow you one day. Yeah, well, the thing that kills me is, like, Josh is one of my favorites because Josh, is he's an engineer. He's brilliant. Yeah. He's got a big boy job and doing big boy things and going all over, and it's like he will bring his video game computer over and set it on the other end of my desk, and he will do flight simulators or play Elden Ring while I work. He just comes while and I work. out and work alongside. I love that. He's literally just – he just wants to I hang out. I need friends like that. Like, I need friends that, like, when I'm, like, doing all these things, that they just, like, ride along with me and do their thing and just keep me company. <laughs> Well, and that was the start of the travel thing for me. Is that yeah. I didn't start doing the bringing people on travel when I was when I was playing music more. I would bring like my my daughter needed full time care, and I couldn't yeah. leave her, so I would bring an au pair with me. Okay, that's awesome. And they would travel with me a little bit, and I did started doing that. And I did you know a trip to Vegas. I did a trip to yeah. Milwaukee. I did a trip to I mean I did a couple of things, and then some of my other friends were like man that that actually sounds like fun. Like do you need more help. And I started so doing the cool. conventions and doing the tattoo yeah. stuff and then more and more people. And then I started meeting up with people where they realized, like, hey, you get discounts. I'll pay my way. You yeah. get me the discount. So instead of spending 900 I'm spending, like, three or 400 Right. I'll come with and I'll work for you. That's you so know? cool. I love and that. It, it was. And so I get to travel with my friends. And it's the same thing. Like, I have models that meet up with me. They'll come yeah. from L.A. or like, They'll meet up with me to do the same thing. They're like... Hey, I need a, I need out of town, and I want to go have some fun, but I don't want I don't want it to be for free. I don't want to mooch off you. Like, can right. I come work for you for That's a weekend? Mad respect for that. I love that. You know, I dig that. I'm like, cool. So they'll come and they'll they'll come to Colorado. Or they'll meet me in Vegas, or they'll. Yeah. We'll go to L.A. or we'll go to Texas. And that's how that all started was that people just wanted to kind of hang out because I never stop working. I don't. I mean, likewise. I mean, even, yeah, exactly. I mean, okay, I'll ask you flat out. How many places do you keep notes where you're like, shit, I better write that down? Oh, notes, notes, notes are everywhere. You should see my calendar. Everyone at work always, like, makes fun of me for my, like, calendar because, like, probably at least, like, four times a day, I'm like, oh, I got to write that down on my calendar. Like, I literally have, like, a huge calendar filled with everything that I possibly potentially maybe might need to do. And then, like, my notes on my phone is, like, insane. Like, I'm always just randomly, like, writing and deleting everything. Sticky notes well, everywhere. I got, like, well, ten I sent notebooks you the, at I sent home. You the, yeah, I sent you the snap of my calendars that I have on the wall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And my dry erase boards. And all. That's exactly, I mean, I have little scraps of paper. I actually write on the back of my hand a lot. I've been really? doing that since I was a kid. If I didn't have I'm actually, I could probably do that. No, I'm, I am actually getting, like, we've planned it several times, I'm getting notebook paper tattooed on the back of my left hand. Oh, I love that. So that I can write on it, and it's all, like, a little bit neater and stuff. Because it's just been an ongoing joke for, like, we're talking 20 years now of me doing that. And so I'm like, cool, yeah, let's fucking do it. I'm in. <laughs> so, I love that. You know, when you're taking notes and you're doing stuff, you're constantly thinking. So I'll be in the middle of a conversation where I'm discussing a movie and something will click in my head like, oh, fuck. And I will be talking to the person and, like, focused on them but totally writing something else. And, and like, I need to remember <laughs> this. I need to write that down. And if I don't write this shit down, I do. I, 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 I'm so busy that I – it's not that I yeah. necessarily forget it. It just doesn't – it doesn't maintain its level of importance. I'll have, like, random thoughts where I'm like, I need to do this, but then they just get, like, washed and all the other thoughts, and then they'll pop up, like, a week later, but I'm like, I need to do it already. Yeah, and that's and that's so, when you're doing that stuff, like, going, like, 
like I said, I went to Vegas and I, I didn't really take off. I did, I did emails. I made phone calls. I did stuff. I just didn't do the day to day. And then I kind of fudged it a little bit because everybody thought I was coming back on Friday. Well, yeah. we had a really bad winter storm on Friday, so we left Thursday night. I actually spent the day Friday catching up on all the shit that I missed before mm-hmm. I had to deal with people knowing I was back. It <laughs> could come bother <laughs> me again. You know, it's that kind of thing that you have to do sometimes, taking notes yeah. and writing shit down and giving yourself that moment. When I'm alone, um, it, was, it was one of those moments that I, I'm not exactly proud of myself because it was stupid, but a couple weeks back, um, you know, no one was here. Everybody was yeah. in Denver or, you know, my kids were on vacation and everybody was working and everybody was doing stuff and nobody was here. And so when I saw my last human being on Thursday afternoon <laughs> at a doctor's appointment and yeah. the next Friday, so eight days later, was the first time I saw somebody that came and we went and grabbed dinner real quick and then I came back and I worked. But I was averaging 20 hours a day that week and a half. Like, I'm just working? Too working, just working or what? I was just working 20 hours a day for, like, See, 10 I days love that. And I got, I mean, I got, I got caught up. I got a lot of shit done. I mean, I'm doing so many different things. That's what it took. So, yeah, I was taking, like, three to four hours a day off, quote, unquote, yeah. a couple hours to eat, a couple hours to sleep. That was basically it. And I did that, and that was what I did to prepare for going on vacation, which wasn't really a vacation. Right. I see. I feel like you're kind of like me. Like I thrive in the chaos and I thrive in busy. And if it's not like that, like I'm, I can't do it. I have to like fill my book. Like everything has to constantly be. Well, people laugh at me because like I do itineraries. I've I've learned forever ago that if I don't actually put itineraries together when I do anything and plan and schedule my week out that I will, I will just skip things like eating and sleeping. I'll just skip them. (laughs) Yeah. I feel that. the last line on every itinerary date that I have is fun shit. Yeah. And then the subtext says, do it stupid. Absolutely. Like it actually says that on my, on my spreadsheet. It says do it that. stupid because the number of times where I've had friends like, Hey, let's grab dinner. I'm like, ah, sure. No, I when can I pencil you in? And they're like, <laughs> yeah. are you fucking kidding me? I'm like, I'm, I'm dead serious. I'm <laughs> do you want to grab a that. drink or something? Yeah. There's, there's but, no, I I feel that because, like, there are, like, times when I travel and, like, I have people that I want to see there, and I'm like, I want to see you so bad, but we only got, like, two days to work with. That's what it is. How and far are you from okay. Denver? It's, uh, I don't know the mileage. It's about three and a half, four hours. It's really not okay. bad. So that's not bad at yeah. all. Yeah. I mean, so many people that live here actually work in Denver that I know. Yeah. Where they'll they'll go over to Denver for a week or two at a time and work Denver's over there. A, I miss Denver. I feel like I always spend so much time there. See, I love Denver. Um, it got really crowded over the last decade, and yeah. I, I don't – I like city living. I don't like city traffic. That's fair. That's like, fair. I, I learned to drive in California. I learned to drive in L.A. and Santa Barbara and Monterey and Camarillo and things like that. That's when I, when yeah. I learned to drive. So you'd think I'd be prepared. My first time experiencing true road rage, I was in Kansas City <laughs> at, like, 22, and I just wanted to kill everyone. Oh, no. I was just so mad. I was so mad with everything. So there's times in driving in Denver where I'm just because they're doing they're they're dropping I-70 below the 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 plane so that it goes underneath. It's like basically a tunnel for a lot of it. Oh, wow. They're doing a lot of it. yeah. It's it's cool, but there's so much construction that it gets really convoluted. And getting anywhere in town that used to take 30 minutes now takes almost an hour. Ooh, and that's me that's knowing just, yeah. like I know the back roads. I know the other ways right. to get places. It still takes that long. That's so that that gets to me. 
and then during during lockdown um my my the area where I live in is very very backwater it's very redneck very conservative okay. very racist where I live the whole, a lot of the western slope is and it's awful it is it's horrible but I've discovered in going to Denver that yeah. That that when it, during you know after lockdown things like that, they're so concerned about some of the unnecessary things. It's it's almost to the point where it's like everybody's afraid to commit to doing anything. So like there will be these we're going to do this this big meeting and then no one really wants to do it. Or it's like hey we're going to have a meetup and then like three people show or you know we're all going to go to There's the like zoo no together and it's through. like <laughs> yeah. There's like because everybody's like well but we don't want to like be around each other. It's really oh, still tough. kind of there, and so that makes it harder. Yeah. Because it's it's hard because because I mean you know how it is. I mean, our jobs are fun. Yeah, absolutely. They are. They're I fun. Love every they, second of it. Yeah. Everybody's like, "Why did you choose this?" Like, because I never had to grow up. I get paid to hang out with beautiful people. Who the fuck wouldn't do that? Well, it's even like, just like that. I'm a different kind of people. Like, I'm a networking person. I'm a social butterfly. Like, I want to meet new people constantly. Like, I like I always want to be doing something different. I don't think I could do it anything if I had to do the same thing every day. You know what exactly. I mean? Like, exactly. I constantly need, like, new energies, new faces, new, like, new experiences, like, constantly. Well, my biggest social prescription since I was a kid was if you're the smartest motherfucker in the room, you're in the wrong fucking room. Yeah. You always, oh, yeah. and you can't, you can't do that in one place. You can't find people who are going to, you can, I mean, I've managed to, to build a fairly tight knit group of people here in Grand yeah. Junction, but the art community where we really do, when it comes down to it, we are the, the, the bloodlines to making sure that shit happens. Yeah. But. I know that's, that's like easy. all I want is like a nice big group of creative people just to like bounce ideas off of and just hang out with, but I have not like. I've not accomplished that goal yet. <laughs> no, well, it, it, it takes years to really yeah. do that. I mean, I'm lucky. I mean, I, I was laughing because people were talking about Facebook friends, and there's this guy, and do you know this guy, and do you know that girl, and you know this? I'm like, no. Well, I, I am on Facebook. Cool, I don't. And if you look on my Facebook, like, local people that I know, less yeah. than 100. Less than 100. Out of 2,500 people on my Facebook, less than 100 are local. My LinkedIn is more like local people, local businesses. But yeah. my actual, like, social interaction? No. My Facebook is people all across the world. Yeah. You know, my Snapchat is people all over the, the world. Like, I, I talk to people in Australia and Germany and France. And, yeah, I you love know. that. I absolutely love that. And that's what it takes when you really want to be challenged. You really want to know how to grow as a person. Not yep. when it doesn't matter how many likes you have, when it doesn't matter how many nope. followers you have. When nope. it's literally, like, I want to learn something from a person. Yeah. That's absolutely. what it takes. And the internet allowed that. I, I, I took, I embraced that at the beginning, at the onset of the internet. Like, holy shit, I can talk to people around the world. I can play games with somebody in Australia. Yep. Hell yeah, See, and I'm I love that. that. Like, I have like, like friends on Instagram that like I've never met before, but like we're always hyping each other up and encouraging each other and like giving each other ideas and like that's the stuff I live for. Like, I don't care how many followers, how many likes or any of that. Like, it's like the connections and like the networking and like you know help like even like helping other people like i get messages like all the time like how'd you start your brand or like how'd you get into modeling and like to be able to like help people do what similar things to me like is everything like that's so cool absolutely and that for me that's like well I, when you get to build somebody you get to watch them succeed and you get to be a part of yeah, that even if the part of it is literally just no don't give up yet yeah exactly. don't give up. like i love supporting people like especially just like people that are like 
taking that first step into like going towards something that they're scared to do and then they actually like do it and watching them like follow through with that is like amazing. Yeah. Well, and for me, like I, some of the people I, I talk to online are some of my closest friends, but yeah. most of them don't even know what I look like. I don't even know what you look like. No, almost no one does. I, I used to be a really fun. It's, it's a fun game we do, and I talked about it here. Skyler, Job, and the, the guys that, that I do all this with, like, they've yeah. laughed because they've actually gone to these conferences and these conventions and things, and people will walk up to them thinking they're me. I remember you telling me that when we, like, had that one call that one night. Yeah. Yeah. Like, they will, they will so literally funny. think it. And they will. They will sit and, 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 and Cody can do it. Skyler can do it. You know, Jobin can do yeah. it where they can fake being me to a level where it starts talking like actual scheduling or like yeah. tech gear and like, okay, when we do this and I was thinking this or like special effects. So all of a sudden they're yeah. like, okay, I'm totally not how you think I am. That's the guy you want to talk to. And they're like, seriously, the guy in the corner? That's that, what? Right. And, and I love that. I love that because it's well, that Wizard that's of Oz moment. Internet is kind of like, not like deceiving, but like you don't always like see or know everything kind of thing. Like, like, with me, I've had people come up to me, or, like, I've gone to, like, shoot, and they're like, what's your name even? Like, we only know you as Little Paulson, and I'm like, that's actually really funny. Like, I never even, like, thought of that. See, and I tend to call, well, I, I'm, I've been friends with porn stars and strippers and things for so long. I'm yeah. so used to using, everybody in my life has a nickname. Right. Which is, like, I mean, you're, that's you're cool. in my phone as Little K. Little K, I love that. It sounded thug as shit, so I liked it. Um... <laughs> <laughs> I so, you know, I mean, that's that's just, I'm used to that side of it, but what gets me is how many people that I'm friends with that I talk to daily, weekly, monthly, that they'll yeah. finally, like, they'll come in, and I've had people come to, I've had phone conversations with people hours for, for months on end where they finally come to meet me, and I will deliberately be in a group, and I won't say anything, and just watch them try and figure out who I am. It's, it's I've had people talk to me about me. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to meet this one guy. <laughs> No, like, especially when I was playing, because when I played drums, I faced backwards. So they only knew me by my tattoos or my oh, hair. Really? They couldn't actually That's see my face. That's kind of a vibe. Yeah, I face backwards when I play drums, and when I play, when I DJ, I wear a mask. Like, the whole mask thing, when everybody's like, oh, my God, I'm going to wear a mask. I'm like, fuck yes, it's my time. Like, I wear masks all the time. I make them. I mod them. I love that shit. I've been yeah. that way for years. So for me, most people don't know who I am. So That's I would be cool, like, though. dude, did you catch that fucking creepy ass DJ playing that metal stuff set? That was so <laughs> cool. Like I haven't heard that shit. It was so weird. I was like waiting for one song, and it was another song. And I'm like, that was totally me. But I don't say anything. I let them like, yeah, dude. I heard he's a You're like, yeah, dude. Totally I heard creepy. he's an asshole. He doesn't have a tip. Like he he kicks kittens. Like I'll just talk shit about oh, it. I'm like, no. no, man, he's got it. It's, it's it's I love that. It's so yeah. fun. The anonymity gives you this sense of of just being able to be somebody else. And that's like, and of course I do voices and I do all these other things. So I will occasionally yeah. like just affect an, uh, 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 some weird accent. Yeah. Why not? <laughs> and they don't realize that I'm the same person they were just listening to. Like if I was talking or something like that, it's You're funny. Shit. That. <laughs> funny. I, I, I fucking love it. It's just, it's funny shit. And it's almost like I'm a professional catfish, but I'm actually like completely a real A professional catfish. That is yeah, iconic. I'm, I'm completely real. Like I'm, I'm I know. not there. <laughs> That's crazy. That's kind of cool, though. Yeah. Well, it, it's, it gives. Well, like I say, I I don't. Life is not measured in likes and follows. Life is not no. measured in successes and failures. Life no. is measured in moments. Hundred percent. 
And if you share a moment, if you actually share a moment with somebody, it matters to both of you forever. Absolutely. Oh, yeah, memories are, like, my biggest thing, too. Like, I, like that's the only – if I could collect one thing, it would just be memories. Well, and, and like, I, I'm, I'm a, a minimalist. I don't believe in, like – I don't like junk. I don't like stuff oh, yeah. around. No, I don't like I'm, not, like, I'm, like, the farthest thing from materialistic. Yeah. And so, so people always give me shit because I don't like I don't buy souvenirs. I don't take pictures no. with everybody. Like I, I feel I, I genuinely kind of feel bad. I have one ex girlfriend. She she laughs because she says, "Here's the picture of us, and it's my arm, <laughs> my arm in the photo. It's the only picture that the two of us are in together ever. Because it's a picture of a bunch of them, and I happen to be standing there, and you see my arm, and it's <laughs> unmistakably my arm with the tattoos and everything like that. But right." She's like, we never took a photo together. Like, in yeah, a year and a half relationship, in a year and a half relationship, we never took a photo together. And I'm like, I don't like photos. Sorry. That's funny. I just don't. So when you look at those things, those moments, for her, I feel bad because she doesn't have those photos to look at. But at the same time, when she thinks about it, she goes, it's actually kind of awesome that you never got a photo. Like, you would see a camera <laughs> and you would just Irish goodbye. She's like, you're a fucking... Camera ninja, like when it comes to putting the camera out there, you're great. But when it comes to the camera gets pointed, you just know where they are and you just disappear. So you don't I'm like good. like getting your picture taken like at all? I absolutely, I absolutely hate it. Um, which is funny because I used to act and do stunts and things. I mean, I, I if it's if it, if I'm covered in makeup or gore or yeah, I'll do it. Right. If it's for a role, I'll do it. But it comes right. to just like, hey, let's take a family photo. Nah, I'm good. Okay, that's fine. I just don't, I just don't like it, and I have. When people ask me, like, you know, it's like, send me a selfie. I've never actually taken a selfie. Not really. I mean, I've, I've, I've sent, like, I'm working on this makeup or I'm doing some of the clown stuff that I do on TikTok or things like that. I'll, yeah. I'll post that shit. But people are like, still can't tell what you look like. I'm like, that's kind of the point. So when I, when I <laughs> actually do stuff, like, I actually, like, people are like, well, what do you look like? And I have actually saved on my phone a picture of a potato. Okay. Uh, I was actually going to ask you. I'm like, you should send it to me. And I'm like, no, never mind. <laughs> yeah, I actually have a picture of a potato. I have the Safe Buff Marshmallow Man. Okay. I have a Gamorrean Guard from Return of the Jedi. I have Shrek. I have <laughs> Jar Jar Binks. So I'm not going to ask you for a picture of yourself. <laughs> I literally have the, and I could do this for hours, where I literally can, I mean, I have like, 40 or 50 of them saved of just random things. And when people are like, well, this can't be, it's like, actually, if you blend this one and this one and they had a baby, that would be me. <laughs> that would and I can, so I can keep even doing that. And it's, it drives people nuts. But I also have, like, when people are like, you know, when, they, when I'll have somebody be like, Marco, I have a picture of a polo player that I can text back. That's so funny. You know, I just, I keep dumb shit like that. Because I love, even with my closest friends, I would rather be, kind of a dick and remain kind of aloof and kind of step back. It gives me... A, I mean, Loki is kind of cool, though. Like, I feel like... It's just part of my personality. Yeah. And it and people think, oh, it's some shtick. It's, no, it's really just who I am, and I think it's fucking fun. Um, my best friend, I never met her boyfriend in person. They were together really? for, like, three years. Yeah, it became a game for me. Like, he would show up where we were, and I would disappear. <laughs> I came to pick stuff from the airport. I took the train. <laughs> like, That's so this, funny. And she's like, are you, you're seriously doing this on purpose? I'm like, you're fucking right I am. This is Absolutely funny. Absolutely. And it drove him nuts. He's like, you're the most important person in your life, and you won't meet me? Nah. Nah. <laughs> nah. I'm good. Just out here steady causing problems. <laughs> yep. 
And he was like, he's like, it makes me not trust you. Cool, man. Well, you know, I'm not doing anything because I'm never around. <laughs> so bad. <laughs> oh, it's a dick move, but I really do do that stuff. And I, I am that guy. Like, I have had people say, like, what do you think about my relationship? It sucks. <laughs> it's fucking yeah, bullshit. relationships are rough. You know, when you talk about that, like, if you, uh, what do you think about that? Like, I, if you ask me my opinion, I'm, I'm going to give it. Give it. Yeah. <laughs> you may not like it, <laughs> but I'm going to give it. And so that ties into the whole thing. Like, I could get to be, like, with this podcast, the whole thing was that a bunch of us are fucking, we're miscreants. We're, yeah. we're not good people, but some of the shit we do, I, they, the whole, like, no good story starts with, so I was drinking a glass of milk with the exception of Clockwork Orange, um, you know, you don't ever have that moment. We're those people who, like, I was sitting there just kind of chilling on my porch, and then a squirrel walked up, and then suddenly there was a car flying through my... It's those random moments that we all realize that when you're a kind of a a bad person or you put yourself in, in dumb situations, those are the I, funny stories people want to hear. I'm definitely one of those people that put myself in dumb situations. We, I mean, well, there, there was that one night when you're like, I don't even know how I got here. But you were posting a picture in the middle, and it was gorgeous, great. And you're like, I don't even know how I got here. And you had to, like, backtrack for 24 hours and go, Where was how I? Did, this is like a year ago. You, were, you posted something. You were in this really pretty area, and you were, like, middle of nowhere. You're traveling across country. You took this picture of this great landscape. And you're like, I don't even remember how well, I got here. Well, I found the donkeys on those random trails in Colorado. Yeah. 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 That was the weirdest thing ever. We were, like, literally driving. And I was, like, with my, like, best friend. I'm like, dude, those are donk like, wild donkeys, I think. Yeah, so we literally and you just them, randomly were like... We fed them trail mix for like an hour. Yeah, you're like, what the fuck? Like, how did I even get here? Because a, a day ago, this was not my plan. Right. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So that's, that's the stuff that makes life more fun. And that's the stuff that makes life... People want to live that vicariously. Like, you oh, see yeah. the stuff on, on, especially Instagram and TikTok are the two that you see it the most, where people are like super glamorous and they're they're living this great life and they're living this, oh, look how, how hot, I'm on the red carpet, I'm doing this, I'm doing that. Yeah, see, I've never aspired to have that. Like, I, I aspire to have like a spontaneous life, like like pretty much like living the like wild times fullest potential, just like traveling and like spontaneously, like never having a set plan and just like going through life, kind of just like flowing and ending up where I'm like meant to end up. Well, and that's – if you watch people that, that live like that, you watch the videos, yeah. you watch the really blown up, really, truly viral ones. Yeah, there yeah. there's ones of the, of the really hot model who just suddenly yeah. found their moment or the actor who had this passionate connection or the really cute stuff with their puppy just fucking, you know, grew right. up to be a fucking beast or something. But the ones that are the most popular, the ones that really have millions upon millions of views are the ones where it's like, this leopard seal just jumped up on my boat. Now I don't know what to do, and it won't leave. Yeah, literally. Literally. <laughs> 2.8 million views later. I've never seen that one. Is that the one with the whale where it was like the whale was in the water and the seal was just like chilling on the boat like I ain't going back yeah. in? Yeah. yeah, wouldn't go back in. Yeah, yeah, literally. It's like, okay, now we don't know what to do. You know, there's that one. There's the one where the guy's like sitting there and he's like, man, this is so great. And he's on his surfboard and he's yeah. just chilling and like looking out across the bay. He's in, he's in San Francisco just kind of like on a wakeboard. And yeah. he turns and there's a shark charging him. Oh, hell no. Yeah, like three three million views. I don't know the how to swim, so like something like that would be tragic. <laughs> you are the fourth person that I know that is a damn adult that doesn't know how to swim. Yeah, no, yeah. It's how? bad. How? And, like, the people... I almost drowned when I was like five, and I think like at that point my parents were like, yeah, we're not even going to teach you. 
Yeah, like, fuck this. It's just not worth it. You just stay out of the water. You'll be fine. Yeah, just just don't do it. Yeah, well, I mean, I don't know how to fly, but I get on planes a lot, so. I mean, fair. Yeah, I don't know. I, I love the water. I love boating and stuff. My son's actually oh, I love the water. Kayak, like, so... I'll go in it. I just, like, I need, like, a floaty or, like, I can't go with it. Yeah. Well, all my friends are like, dude, what do you want to do? I'm like, I want to go kayak. I want to go raft. like, we can't swim. Fuck you. Oh, I love... oh, I'll still do all of that stuff. I'm like. And I'm a little, like, risky sometimes. I won't even do a life jacket. I'm just like, you know, if it's my time, it's my time. But, like, let's go have fun. <laughs> I guess that's okay. I just, yeah, I, I just laugh. Like, the number of people that they don't know how to swim, it just shocks me. Because when I was a kid, like, if you didn't know how to swim, the people made you. Right. Well, was, I mean, was literally like, like, like life or death, I'd probably, like, figure it out. But, like. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I just, yeah, it blows my mind. Sometimes when people can't. I mean, I get how people are, that are in an inner city. Like if you if you if you grew up in the Bronx, where yeah. there is no water and there is there's no access, and you haven't left your four block, you know, air, city area in your entire life. Okay, I get right. That. But I live in but, Minnesota. Like we got ten thousand legs. Like I feel like I don't really uh, precisely. have an excuse. I yeah, don't have an like excuse. No, no. I mean, you literally live near five of the largest bodies of water on the planet, and yes, you could jump in any of them within an hour. I literally have yet, like four lakes within like. A ten minute radius. Yeah, I mean, I've I've seen you driving. You drive past a couple going to work and shit. So you really yeah. don't have an excuse. It's not like you don't have access. You just don't have the. And I guess if you have something dramatic happen, like yeah, I get that. Oh, yeah, no, that, it was like Lake Superior that I almost drowned. It was like super cold water. It's not even like yeah. It's not even like one of those like oh hey I fell into a puddle and no I slipped my mind. Like, no, like a big like, like retaining rock and like slipped like right off the ledge into the water. Yeah, that, okay, so you at least have the, the trauma to, to base your situation off of. I'll give you that oh, one. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'll give you that one. I still think you should do it, but the oh, fact yeah. that you still brave the waters is great. Like, yeah, I was, it would really be, like, embarrassing at this point to, like, show up to, like, swim school and be like, hey, so I don't know how to swim, and there'd be, like, a bunch of, like, kids in there who could probably swim way better than me. I just have this image of, like, some six-year-old kid just giving you shit, like, catch up, oh, do better. absolutely. <laughs> Are you too grown for this? Have you seen Step Up? Dude, I have one of those incidents. Okay, so, like, I decided I was, like, you know, I kind of want to get into, like, music a little bit. I'm, like, let's take some singing lessons, right? And I'm, like, I'm 23 years old. And I'm, like, I'm one of those people, like, I want to do everything. Like, there's not, like, one thing I want to do. And I was, like, I'm going to try singing lessons. I'm, like, cool. So I signed up for the school. I walk in, and there are kids everywhere. And I'm, like, oh, hell no. Like, Kate, did we really, like, what did you do? And so, like, I walk up, and I'm, like, yo, I'm here for my singing lessons. I got these parents looking at me, like, who is this old lady in here? Like, and I like ask my teacher, I'm like, dude, like, should I head out? Like, she's like, no, it's fine. I got like two other adult students, but there's not many. I'm like, man, this is embarrassing. See, what I would have done is I would have let you borrow my tour van that looks like a serial killer is living in it. And you pull up in that and then all all the kids would leave because their parents would be like, oh, fuck no, you're not taking mine. Oh, yeah. Well, and it doesn't help that I, I have a shaved head and I'm covered in tattoos. So it's not like I look like the most, like, innocent human being walking in there. Like, it's, like, super funny. I look like I'm up from, like, a heavy metal band or something. <laughs> that's fucking great. I love that shit. That, see, that's the kind of stuff, though. You, you, you brave it, so it doesn't really – as long as you're braving it, I can't, I can't knock people. It's the people who are like, I can't do that. I can't. I can't do – oh, I fucking hate that. Oh, no, I, hate that I, def- so much. I definitely ran it for what it was worth. Yeah. No, you just got to, you know, you got to dive in. Like, I, you know, people laugh because they're like, dude, you're a musician. You don't have stage fright. You don't like, fuck, 
dude, that whole vomiting blood thing, that wasn't an act. That wasn't part of, that wasn't special effects. I was literally like, I'm freaking out. I was freaking out. Yeah, I feel like, I mean, it's the people that do brave it. Like, you know, you have to kind of go into things, like, absolutely scared, but, like, not showing it. Yeah. Well, even if you do show it, just own it. Right. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Like, I love watching, like, America's Got Talent or something where you watch the person and they're trembling. You know oh, they're just so breaking out. they do so good. And then they just, they hit that moment where the whole crowd connects with them, and then they're just, like, they're so, you don't give a fuck if they win. You want mm-hmm. them to win, but you don't give a fuck because they just won. Right. They just won. The moment that connection happened, they, they opened their eyes. They just made that for themselves, yeah. And they realized that, okay, people are in. Like, I connected. I did it. Yeah. There, there's, that's those moments that, and you can have that in small times, and people don't realize that. There's those those little moments of catching somebody in the grocery store, and you know, I, one of my favorite things to do because I do look the way I look, and I, people tend to kind of assume I'm a prick and probably going to steal their baby. When when somebody like is really like looking good, I don't care guy, girl, anybody. If they're like looking good or they're feeling something, there, I hear him. I will walk up and be like, "Hey, no disrespect, not trying to hit on you or nothing, but that was, you look great, or that was badass, your makeup's on point, or you know, your hair's yep, fucking I'm phenomenal." One of those people too, like. Especially because, like, I work in such, like, a, a various place of, like, so many different people, so many styles, so many aesthetics. Like, absolutely, like, comment on anyone who's just, like, taking that extra step that, like, wearing that extra winged eyeliner looking absolutely insanely crazy. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that extra, like, Yeah, that moment of like, separation. That, that moment yeah. of, I did this, I did yeah, this just the moment to, of just separation. Like, I like that. Yeah, I, I love that. And, and it's, it's too often missed. It's missed mm-hmm. in most situations because it's either, like, I know makeup artists, I follow a lot of special effects and makeup artists on yeah. TikTok and YouTube and, 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 and on Twitter, honestly, um, mm-hmm. where it's like they will do these things that are just so absolutely phenomenal. And I know the amount of work that they spent 18 hours doing a look that they, they yeah. took off in, like, 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. I, those people deserve fucking – there should be a special award for those people for the amount of absolutely. commitment. You know, the Dedication. people who learn all these – yeah, the people who learn all these crazy dances, like that, that it's like three years ago that you know they're like, I want to learn a TikTok dance, and now they're like, I know yeah. every TikTok dance ever, and I'm a trendsetter, and it's like they're they're that. not doing it for anything. They're just like, I'm challenging myself to do this. The people yep. who who give them like lose weight and they they do the progress, like this is day one of me working out. This is day thirty of me working out. I love this that is me because like for some people, it's kind of like awkward and embarrassing to start, but like. The people that do, like, record their journey, I, like, I love that. Like, they inspire me. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that's the stuff that, that real life is made of. And if you can comment on the like, it's not just a, like, and, and don't get me wrong. I'm also one of those people, like, we, as a society in America, we celebrate mediocrity so fucking much. Mm-hmm. Like, everybody gets a participation award. Everybody, like, oh, you're doing something. Yep. I watch people gas each other up that are not talented. Mm-hmm. Like and and that actually does bother me. Like I don't ever want to knock somebody. Like if you're doing it, if you're out there doing it, like I have a friend who's a DJ who she's not very yeah. good. She's just okay. not. She's not very good. She's a great singer. Like okay. holy shit, great singer. And she's got a great attitude. She's got a. a I mean, she she wants to learn, but she got locked into this whole idea of how this is supposed to work and who she's supposed to be, and she's letting it limit her. But everybody's like, okay. oh, my God, she's so great. Oh, my God, she's so great. And everybody goes and supports her, and everybody tells her how great she is and tells her. So she's not trying to be better, and she doesn't realize I, she's I know, never going to actually break. I get what you're talking about because, like, it's one of those things. Yeah, I can hear you. Fine. 
Okay. Um, I, I know what you're mean because like it's like one of those things where it's like for like me like I love like uh like criticism like to, to help me grow better. You know what I mean? So it's just like one of those things where you got to be honest with your friends. Like if you don't like something, say that. You know what I mean? You can you and, and there's a way to do it. Like you're doing great. There, here. Is, there great. is a way to do it. Like here's like, the things you're doing right. Yeah, exactly. Be like, hey, I love that you're doing this, but you should try this sometime. You know what I mean? Like yeah. that word, that sentence can go so far, especially like being like an entrepreneur or like a business owner or an artist. Like that kind of stuff, like is a encouraging and b it gives them more ideas to like help them grow. It's but it's like up to them if they're going to take it. You know? Absolutely, and you leave the option to them. If they don't take it, they don't take it. But it yeah. is one of those like a lot of times. Like, but you are, are you obligated as enough? a friend. As a friend, yeah. you are obligated. As a supporter, you are obligated to, you know, like, love them enough to help them grow. Like, because it's a growing thing. It's nothing personal. Like, I feel like it's a growing thing for anyone in, like, those kind of businesses to just be like, hey, like, I want to help you grow. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I love one of my favorite – my favorite message for most people is, so I'm doing this. What am I doing wrong? I love that. When they send you something, they know they're not doing it the way they want, or they're not getting the result they want. Yep. What am I doing wrong? Help me identify the problem so I can work on it. Those are the people. That are going to go places. Yeah. Like, I have a rule. Like, I'll, I'll pick up any hitchhiker who's walking. If you're walking along the side of the road, I don't care if you have a hockey mask and a fucking katana sword hanging out dripping in blood. If you're walking and your thumbs out, I'm going to pick you up. Oh, actually? Because you're putting effort. I mean, fair. You know? You're you're putting an effort. You're trying to get what you. If you're laying I mean, that's, down that's and you cool. just like need a ride, nope. I mean that's fair. If you're if you if you're just not putting effort in, if you're not doing stuff, and I apply that to a lot of people who work. I have people all the time. Hey, can you help me? Hey, you we should. Hey, we should. Hey, you could. Yeah. Meet me halfway. Meet me halfway, and we'll work. But I'm not gonna do ninety. I mean, it's, this isn't making yeah, out. Yeah, you're it's not, not gonna 90, write them a book on like how to do it. Yeah, it's not ninety ten. It's not like I'm going to do all the hard shit, and then you're going to come the last minute and go like, "Look at me!" No. Look what I. No, I get. Th- I do get that. I do get. You that know, and so when you see people that are so entrepreneurial and so driven, I know people that have. I, I have one friend. She has the greatest business idea ever. It is actually like I. I actually like. I want to steal it. It's so good. Oh. But she won't. But she won't do it. She, she will make a million. Ex- she will make a million excuses to not do it. She has been. She's she had this idea. To take that first step, maybe. Yeah, I, I don't even know what it is. Step. The first step but, is always scariest. But see, and that's just it. Is that she's like, well, okay, so let's get the LLC. Let's do this. Let's. Do I mean, she's gone so far as to do all the research, have everything, yeah. knows exactly what the costs are, knows everything, and just won't pull the trigger. And I, I and, and she can't even tell you why. She just won't do it. Maybe you're scared it, to take that first step. Maybe you have to like like tear your through that first step. No, and that's just it. Is and and she keeps saying, "Well, why don't you just do it? Why don't you just go do it?" I was like, "Cause it's your fucking idea. I don't want to do that. I want to. Yeah, I mean, I you do. want I'm to not make her, like be able to take the empowerment of it. Yeah, but it's like that's it's such a good idea. Like this is one of those. I mean, she's 28 years old. She could retire in five years. It's that good. Okay. That good. It's that fucking good. Like it's and, and she just won't do it. And I'm and it and it drives me nuts it. because. I, I do too, so. and, I, and I've been pushing her for the last couple of years. I, like, say, I manifest you know, that she'll just take that step. It'll happen. Yeah, yeah. I just, I, it, it, they're those people. But because she keeps putting in the research and keeps putting in the effort, when she asks me a question, I'll help. 
Absolutely. Because even though she's not doing it, she's still thinking. She's still, oh, wait, I identified this problem. And it's like you identified a problem that could be eight years down the road that likely will never happen. But you've right. identified it and now solved the problem before it ever even occurred. So I respect it. I look at that. So there's, there's different levels of commitment. There's different levels of skin in the game that allow you to feel like, okay, you're actually doing this. So I don't know. It's when you look at those people that uh, there's a food blogger I follow. Um, okay. Actually, I used to follow her on Reddit, and now I follow her on Twitter. She has no followers, none. But she gives the best reviews I've ever read. Really? Dumb. Oh, my God. They're, they're, they're See, spot on. People like that, they have their times coming. Like, I'm a firm believer that, like, everyone has their times coming, like, in whatever they decide to do. And, like, timing is, like, absolutely everything. Like, everyone's time will eventually, like, come, but it's just, like, I don't know. Well, and, and I, exactly. And I'm, like, and I finally just, like, why aren't you trying to push this more? Like, do you want help pushing this? And she's, like, no, not really. Oh, like, you, you just and she goes. It's fun for me. I like that I can sit there and interact with my eighty-four followers and talk. But to them those about are the them. people like, that are going to go the farthest. Are the ones that just absolutely love what they do. Yeah, and well, that's my thing. Is I sit there and I think about it. Like Guy Fieri, the reason he got is he was the guy that people would call. Like, where should we go eat? Like, right? Actual like critics, food critics, and things would call him to ask where they should go. And he finally went, "Why am I not doing this myself?" Right. You know, that's, that's those moments. So I look at it, I'm like, you know, she's doing what she wants for her level. Anytime she asks me for anything, I'm there. Like yeah. her website went down. She couldn't figure out why I went out of my way to help her. And she's like, what do I do? Oh, like, not you're a damn so thing. That. Well, that's the stuff that it's, it, we really do all have to help each other on some level. And do I like getting paid? Yes. Do I deserve to get paid? Yes. Am I expensive? Kind of. But when it comes to stuff that is like, man, that's going to take me 15 minutes. That would take you three days. I'm more than happy to help and do those little moments. It's not about being sweet. It's literally like your success matters to me. Your future matters to me because I've watched you be this person for this long and you're committed to who you are. And that the realism of a person well, you talked about it, being isolated. One, one One of my favorite personalities, online creators, whatever you want to call her, she posts, she, she started posting more about the struggles she has with her mental health. Yep. Um, she feels very isolated. Yep. She's like, people don't realize how much time we spend editing alone, taking, you know, doing photo work alone, alone doing promo yeah. work alone, traveling alone. You know, she goes, yeah, I have these great connections with certain people. I talk to certain people, but I'm alone and I feel like as humans, like, we need to, like, feel connected to someone. Every, yeah. like, at least every so often, like, to be able to, like, have someone where you're, like, I, I, someone else can hear my feelings and my thoughts and, like, just, like, laugh, like, have a good time. Like, that is, like, so necessary. Yeah. Well, and the, those are the things that, that like, I, I send memes. I'm really bad at being really personal. I, I suck at it. I, I can give really good relationship advice. I can give really yeah. good mental health advice. You do advice, give but, really good advice. You give really but, good advice. But the idea of, like, actually living that, that's really hard for me. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, and I know it's this not is for everybody. Thing, but, like, I yeah. know people that are, like, super unemotional beings, and they just would rather not show emotion. And I'm, like, one of the most, like, probably, like, emotional, like, feeling type of person. Like, I always feel all the feelings. <laughs> Well, and that's and, and see that's it. But you own it. If you own it, yeah. it's okay. It's just for me. I would oh, yeah. know how to express like like when I'm really frustrated. Everybody knows it. Am I talking yeah. about it? No. No. I'm just just leave me the fuck alone for like 20 minutes. So yeah. Calm down. That kind of shit. And everybody kind of knows. Okay. Yeah. He's don't poke the bear. 
And there's, like, nothing wrong with that, like, at all. Like, I feel like there's, like, you know, two types of people. Yeah, so in, in watching that, like, your sense of isolation is because of your hustle. Your sense of, you're yep. like, yeah, and I kind of enjoy the view. Like yeah, I can, get, I, I can get so much more done when, like, my blinders are up and I'm just like, like, what's speaking to me? Like, what like what art do I want to do and why do I want to do it? Like, what inspires me? And, like, just yeah. finding inspiration and creativity alone is, like, amazing for me. Yeah. But that doesn't and work so for everybody, you know? It doesn't. It doesn't. And the one thing in business that I have found as far as making real personal connections to your business, is that I want to be that person that comes to mind when shit hits the fan. Yeah. When, when it's like, oh, fuck, we're broke down in the middle of nowhere, or, oh, shit, I lost this, or how do I find this, or I'm not where I'm supposed to be. Or I want people to be like, oh, if I call Eric, I don't know how to do that. That's, that's my niche. That's my goal, yep. to be that connection. And you don't find those connections easily. You no. don't find those people. And I have, I have one friend. Well, I can't. Even, we're not even friends anymore. We haven't spoken in well over a year at this point. I just, I, I, yeah. It sucks. But one of my, my former friends used to tell me, she goes, the reason that we all come to you and the reason we all trust you when we don't trust other people is that, she's like, I know I could show up on your doorstep at four in the morning covered in blood, and instead of mm-hmm. freaking out, you'd be like, so are you hurt or are we hiding a body? <laughs> and yeah. she's like, you need that sense of calm sometimes of somebody just reacting yeah. to the situation so extreme as if it doesn't even matter and then working back to, okay, how do we fix or deal with right. this? I do feel that because, like, I feel like I'm that kind of person, but emotionally for some people. Like, when people, like, go through a hardship, they know that they can just, like, call me and I'll just, like, be there. Like, whether it's just, like, lying up with them all night and talking them through it or just sitting there in silence. Like, I've always been that kind of friend just to, like, emotionally, like, help people through their situations. See, and that's that's the thing. I I wish I knew how to do that. I I, I don't. And maybe it's just being a guy. Honestly, I I don't know. I've tried, and there's been a few people, um, you know, I – fuck – the, the guy Josh was talking about earlier, he made me damn near cry on my own podcast. He actually pulled the nuff of me out of me, and I was like, bro, like, fuck off a little. Like, yeah, damn. Dude, you know? <laughs> like, no, that's not okay. Like, wow, holy shit. Don't um, make me feel weak. <laughs> yeah, like, don't, don't, I don't want to feel these. This is not, I don't like the emotions. Just let's this go back to cracking to jokes. About and, me. <laughs> yeah, let's just go crack jokes again and talk about how small each other's wieners are. Let's do that. Oh, just God, easier. Yeah. You know, it's that kind of stuff. But, but I am the guy who, like, I will be thinking about somebody. I'll be like, hey, thinking about you. Or I'll send – I send yep. memes. I'm big on that. Like, people that – they're like, why do you send so many memes? Like, did I make you laugh? Well, yeah, that's why. <laughs> that's how I communicate Because when you think feelings. of me, <laughs> when you think of me, it's I sent you something funny. Yeah. See, that's cool. You know? I like that. I really like yeah. that. Because it's – I don't want to be the guy who's like – I mean, and there's times where I do feel – I, I do feel disconnected, but I kind of do it yeah. on purpose. Like for me, it's 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 not on the same level as you where I'm like, I need to get work done. It's literally like I I have learned that if I have too many people that I'm connected to, I let myself get kind of torn into pieces. Yep. And I lose focus on not necessarily business stuff, but I lose focus on what's important, why I'm doing it all. Why it's important, yeah. Yeah, why, I, why am I struggling? Why am I fighting? Why am I, like, what's the point? I do that. But, like, then you watch people like like the, the girl I'm talking about that, that she's like, I feel so isolated. I feel her honesty now has allowed people to reach out to her that feel the same and are like, oh, my God, I thought I was alone. Thank yeah. you for publicly. Like, some of my favorite online personalities in particular, but even television personalities and things like that are the ones who, like, will show up to an interview with, like, Zit Cream. 
That's awesome. Like, I, I'm not ashamed of the fact that, yes, I, too, have pimples. Yes, I, oh, hey, you know, well, okay, when you shaved your head, yeah, you were like, I'm not sure this is a good idea or not, but I kind of oh, I, I was like, I had no idea. Like, I literally woke up, and I was like, I kind of want to shave my head, like, you know, almost, like, bald, and everyone was like, okay, yeah. They, like, they didn't doubt it, because I, I really do be doing some, like, spontaneous stuff sometimes. But, yeah, I, like, literally, I remember taking a nap. And I was like, I think I was avoiding trying to make the decision whether I was actually going to show up for my hair appointment or not, but I absolutely hate canceling last minute on anybody. And so I was like, I woke up from my nap, and I had like 15 minutes to get to the salon, and I was like, all right, you got to get up and like go. And I was like, I have no clue if I'm just going to go in there and like not do anything or if I'm actually going to do it. And then I did it, and it was like probably the best decision I've ever done. Well, because it gives you that. Well, and and, and you know the, the the cliche stereotype is a woman changes her hair when she's going through some kind of a crisis or has gone through a big oh, life absolutely. change. Absolutely, they're probably you know? not wrong with that one. <laughs> yeah, and that's that's exactly how it is, and it's, it's it's a big indicator. The same as men who go through midlife crises will try and you know buy a sports car or date I, younger I women or like, yeah. Yeah, like they, they do something extravagant or dumb, you know, some pointless thing to make themselves feel something. You know, yep. that, that to me is, is a healthier way of like, okay, you're, you're a cutter. You're just not using a razor blade. Right. It's a healthier way of doing that. But there's a good way and a bad way, and sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't. You know, I know more women who have changed their hair and then been really disappointed with the, with the results even though they did it with the, I'm going to feel better because I'm going to change who I am. Then they do something like, fuck, I don't like this person. I know. I was like super worried about that. I was like, cause I didn't know what I was going to look like. I was like, I mean, I was really gambling with that one. Cause like I could have yeah. like either like made or break everything. Yeah. Well, and I mean, the first time I cut my, all my hair off, I mean, my hair is down to my ankles and I cut it all off. And yeah. I was just like, for one, like, holy shit. What am I going to look like? Is my is my baby going to recognize me? My my wife right. my wife at the time was extremely unhappy about the situation, but I had to do it. I just couldn't maintain living in the Midwest with all that hair. Right, I couldn't do it. And I was going to school and being a professional, and I was like, yeah, I'm just going to do this. I did it, and then now I have these varying degrees of like. Sometimes I will bick my head and leave a mohawk. Sometimes I will let my hair grow out. Like I do all these yeah, things. Yeah, you can just do I, different things. Yeah. Yeah, you just learn. Okay, this isn't my identity. This is a part of who I am. For a yeah. guy, that's a lot easier. With a woman, though. Okay, and, and and one of my favorite mistakes that men make is that women get dressed up or do their makeup or do those things for the sake of attracting men. Not the case. Right. No, it's not at all. Literally, you are playing a character that you present to the world. And you're doing yeah. it mostly for other women to notice and to kind of notice each other and go, okay, yeah, we're. It's not peacocking. It's not any of that stuff. I guess it'd be peacocking right. in that situation. But you know, you're not doing that. It's literally, I'm doing this because this is the face I present to the world. This is the hair that I present to the world. This is the clothing that I present to the world. This is my identity that I choose for this moment. Well, and I feel like with me, like with my hair, like it was kind of like. I think it was, like, the milestone for me that I was, like, I'm actually going to, like, take my art serious. Like, it was kind of, like, a whole, like, inspirational change for me. And, like, I want to, like, you know, do different colors for my hair. I wanted to, like, just do different things and, like, put more time into, like, my work and, like, my aesthetic and, like, what makes me happy, you know? There you go. And that's that's exactly it is you're choosing that for you. That yeah. matters more regardless of the result as far as what other people perceive than anything else. Yeah. What everyone has had, everyone was like very like open. Everyone had like felt like that. Like obviously, like I mean, I shave my head bald, so everyone had some sort of commentary on it. 
Like, you know, people are like, oh, I missed your hair. Or, like, are you sure you, are you going to miss your hair? Are you sure you should have did that? And it's just, like, one of those things I'm like, well, you know, I did it for me. Like, I didn't really care what you were going to think about it. Otherwise, I like, would have asked you, you know? Well, like, people don't – I mean, I've watched people get stupid tattoos for years. Yeah. And there's a way to be like, are you sure that was a good idea? Versus, like, dude, that's a dumb fucking tattoo. Like, there's those right. things. And they're the same sentence. They're just – it's how you state them. And yeah. so when somebody's asking, like, did you just make a mistake? Well, in your opinion, I did. But in my opinion, fuck right. no, I did what I wanted. Yep, Exactly. Exactly. And and you can turn it. I mean, the guy who has the no no regrets, that's R-A-G-R-E-T-S, no <laughs> yes. regrets, he turned that into a whole ass fucking, you know, movie career. Right. You know, they, he was like, yeah, I fucked up, but it's funny now, so I'm going to play it's with it. super like, funny now. <laughs> you know, it's, it's that kind of shit. Like, you, you can even turn bad ideas into good things. I, I don't know. I I think that we live in a society today that, that is so in this moment that doesn't think about the long term. Yeah. Like we're so temporary. And like everybody, and, 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 and I don't want to sound like I'm knocking people with ADHD, but Definitely. people yeah. act, people act like that's an excuse now. Right. Well, I have ADHD. It's like, are you diagnosed? Well, no. Right. It, it, it's, it, oh God. The one that gets me is OCD when people, cause I actually have mild OCD. Right. It's very mild. It's very. It's, it, there's literally like two or three things that get to me. Um, and other than that, I'm I'm fine. But there's two or three things that are like debilitating to the level of like I can't go in and exit or out an entrance. I do feel that. Like I have no like diagnosis, but like I'm literally like I have this like really bad thing. Like I can't leave the shopping cart in the middle of a parking lot. Like, I have to put it back. Or if I get something, I'm like, oh, I want to get something else. I have to literally go put it exactly back. Even if it's on the other side of the store, I have to put have it back to put where it I got back. it from. It does yeah. not matter how far it is. I have to do it. Otherwise, I literally, like, I can't. No, I can't do it. And there's these little moments that, that, that everybody experiences. And those yeah. are fine. But people are like, oh, I'm so OCD because they fucking have all their pencils in their box. Or, you know, right. it's not OCD. Like, it's, it's, no. it's, for some people, like for me, like the exit thing, like I have literally been trapped in an airlock at an airport. Right. For three and a half hours, because <laughs> you just couldn't do it. I couldn't. I could. I got in because it said exit in the first door, and I went through. But the other exit was blocked, and both entrances weren't turned on. I was stuck. <laughs> I was fucking stuck. I couldn't do a fucking thing, and it was mortifying. Aww. And I was trying to like force myself, and it was like. You know, I've had friends try and drag me through them, and they've ended up getting punched in the face. Like, I can't do right. it. Yeah, you know, there's those light switches. I have gone through every home I've had and made sure all, down is off. Yeah, I get that. If I move into a house where that's not the case, I will, I'm not an electrician. Yeah. I will go through and switch the switches so that they down is off. They have to be. I mean, that's, I, I, I get that, yeah. Like I, like, I can't be, it's the very first thing I do in every place I live. I've done it in hotels. I've literally really? pulled out my little Leatherman and switched the switches in a hotel because I couldn't sleep, knowing that that switch no is up and that light is off. <laughs> no, that switch is backwards. It's fucking wrong. You know, it's, and it's dumb little shit, but it's truly debilitating. But it, it makes really sense, does. yeah, I was going to say, but it makes sense to you. So like, yeah, so when people throw that whole, like, I'm so OCD or I have ADHD, it's like, no, you just don't pay attention. Like, you yeah. just, 
unless something really and the the one that gets me is the number of people who like we'll be talking about movies. A lot of my friends we watch a lot of films and a lot of movies and, and yeah. things like that. And there's all these friends like, oh yeah, I've seen that, and they'll they'll know like four or five basic key scenes, but they missed the gist of the whole thing. And it's like, what were you watching? Because you watched a completely different movie than I did. <laughs> because you simply just like what did you just like in the middle of the theater like pull up your phone and start scrolling Facebooks? Started fading out and not paying attention. Yeah, and that's exactly it. And I've had people that I've watched watch a movie, and at the end we go like, I don't know what the fuck just happened. And these aren't yeah. like like Inception. Okay, I didn't know what the fuck happened. That was great. I loved that. Like The Sixth Sense came to the end. I was like, fuck, did not see that coming. Those things are great. I love that yeah. stuff, and you expect that in some things. But when you're watching, like, well, we just watched Pacific Rim. Not a lot of thought in that one. I <laughs> don't know. Like, Fast and the Furious, these are not difficult concept movies. Right, right. And they're I like, the yeah, I don't, what's going on right now? Who is that? Seriously? Like, just pay attention. And unfortunately, that has now bled into a way of living where people use that as an excuse. Well, I, yeah. I can't pay attention. I can't focus for more than 20 minutes at a time. Yeah, I, I get what you're saying. And that... To it's me, it's kind of like a norm. Yeah. Yeah, it's like it's become it's become acceptable, and I don't, I don't like that. I don't understand that. Like to me, like I watch friends who will go sit and do one thing for like seven hours that they're completely focused on and completely want to do, not eat, not drink, get up, just basically to pee, and if that, and that's it. Yeah. But then you ask them to like sit through a dinner, and they can't do it without getting distracted by their phone or wandering off or. It's so strange to me how... I feel like there's, like, certain things that people can, like, focus on, like, more than others. Like, for me, though, like, I can't sit through a movie. Won't do it. I can literally maybe make it through, like... I've never... I've probably maybe seen, like, a handful of movies. Like, I can't make it through more than two minutes. Like, not a chance. Well, and and see, that's just it. You can say that. I have friends who will tell me that they're, like, I love movies. I love this. But they're the same way. Or they're sleepers, which that's my favorite. People Mm -hmm. go to the theater and fall asleep. Or it comes out on the couch, let's watch this movie, and then they're out. Then they're out. I I, I mean, I'm, like, in between. Yeah, like, I'm, like, cool. If you you own that, own it. Yeah. But then there's, like, things like editing pictures. I can sit at my computer for hours and be completely content. Uh, for me, it, it depends. Sometimes it's it's the shoot. Sometimes I, I I spend so much time with concept that lots of times people don't realize that even if I'm doing just a basic glam shoot, there's a concept in my head, and if I can't find the concept or I'm not I'm not liking it, I'll avoid editing because I don't know where to go with it, and I'm usually editing seven to ten shoots at a time. Yeah, I don't do a shoot and then edit it and then a shoot and then edit it. Like if I mean I for one just the cut down because I for one I'm old school. I learned on film. I learned on fast track. Mm -hmm. I learned how to. I learned runway and concert photography. You shoot. I love that. See, I want to. I want to shoot artists and like do music. Like that's like where I want to be. Fun as hell. It's that's fun like, as hell. That's my vibe. Like that's where I'm like meant to be. Like yeah, but it's like it's literally like I'll shoot. On an average shoot, an average hour and a half to two-hour shoot, I will shoot yeah. anywhere from twelve to 1,500 images. Yep. That's my average. And then i got to yeah. break it down to 80. And my policy has always been I will never share a photo you don't approve if you're the model. So I'll break yep, it down absolutely. to like 60, 80, anything, and then I put it in a Dropbox and I share it yep. with you. And then it's, okay, you pick your favorite 12 or yep. 16 or 20, yep. and then we break it down again, and then I'm going to edit these. That way I'm not wasting my time in editing. You're not wasting your time. But then trying to, to delve into it, like, 
you know, I mean, you know how it is. There's times you look at a shot and you're like, that's a bullshit shot. I fucking hate it. I look like crap. Yeah. I don't like that angle. And the photographer's just like, that's my favorite shot in the whole thing. Yeah. Well, everyone's like, literally, like, I feel like I was just talking about this with someone the other day. Like, everyone has, like, what's appealing to them. And, like, that's it, going to be completely different than what you like than what I like, unless we have, like, the same, like, aesthetic and we have the same vibe and we, we love the same things. But that's not going to always be the case. Yeah. I've had to sit down with models recently where they're like, okay, like, we'll go through and they'll pick, like, three. I'm yeah. Like, no, no. There's, like, 70 good images, and you pick three. Why? And I will go right. through it with them, and we will actually spell out why they like those three and what's wrong. And, and then I have to say, well, this one tells this story, and this is why well, I like this and image. Like, exactly. Like, with that, like, I feel like, like, when you're, like, looking at images, like, what my vision is isn't always going to be the same vision as what, like, the person I'm shooting is. Like, I might go into a concept. Well, we could even talk about the whole concept, but, like, what's the picture in my mind is going to be different than that their picture. And I think, like, that's the art in photography and, like, working with models is, like, finding that inner piece of, like, the middle of where we both see the same, like, vision. And that's but exactly the, it. It's, but it, it's, it's so hard to find that sometimes. Like, I have, I have yeah. one, one of my favorite models. God, she's one of my favorites. But she has, like, these three poses that are her power poses, and that's all yeah. she really do for me. That's all yeah. she really do. So all Absolutely. of her shoes. Those are her like signature ones. Yeah, like these are her these are her poses. Uh-huh. So we have to go so extreme with her outfits so they look different, or we have to change yeah. locations, or I just we just know that's what we got to do. Yeah, absolutely. And you find a point where that's what you do. You literally go, mm-hmm. okay, cool. This is how we have to do it. Yep. And you, but you but it takes time to develop that. To understand that about working with somebody, like, okay, yeah. this is what you're going to do. This is what you're going to give me, so I have to give you this so that we find that happy balance between the two of us. Yeah. Otherwise, again, it's just I'm just here pushing buttons. <laughs> yeah, I feel like, that. I do. I get exactly what you're talking about. Like what's, what's your most nightmare shoot you've ever done, like where you just had the worst experience, either as a model or a photographer? That's a tough one. Because, like, I feel like even, like, the shoots that were, like, troubling for me, like, I still, like, walked away from them, like, we'll try this again and we'll do better next time. Like, I've loved every photographer that I've worked with, so it's, like, really hard for me to even, like, take anything bad out of them. You're fucking lucky then. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, there was probably, like, a couple shoots when I was, like, younger where I, like, didn't know what I was, like, doing. And, like, I just get, like, super confused and frustrated because, like, my biggest thing is, like, I hate being told what to do in shoots because, like, I love to, like, pose myself. Right. So, like, I think that's the only time I'd ever get, like, irritated is when people, like, try to tell me how to pose or, like, you know what I mean? Like, just being told what to do. I'm not good at that. See, I, I, I love directing if it's warranted. But if you're just moving yeah. it, like, we're just having a oh, conversation. Oh, yeah, like, and I'm you're just moving stuff, and I want to do my own thing and, like, that's, that's it. Yeah. That makes sure that I shoot, isn't yeah, well, in the second I get posed, I'm like, I feel like a statue. You know what I mean? Like, it's not yeah. natural for me. Yeah. So, so. My, my worst shoot ever, I, I worked with a model who had seven years' experience. She started when she was 14. I was shooting with her when she was 21. She yeah. wanted to do a nature shoot. She was out there, like, she, I mean, she had an agency and everything, set this whole thing up. Like, this, yeah. she's a true professional, doing stuff, making money. They do this thing. We get the outfits. We go to the location. There's yeah. two of their grips there helping. Okay. Doing stuff. They're like helping out and they're like, Yeah, we got lighting, we got you know, we'll hold the umbrellas, we'll do all this shit. And 
we get her up against the, for the first thing. I get my lighting set. I get my get my rig all ready, and I'm like, okay. So and I explain to her, okay. So I shoot a lot. I talk. We're gonna have a conversation. You just keep moving. Keep doing. She's like, okay, and she goes into a pose against this tree. Yeah. And just sits there. I'm like, you can move. And she's like, okay, but doesn't move. I'm like, what? why don't you why don't you take your left hand and put it reach back and hold the tree? She's like, okay, and doesn't do it. What? So I set, so I set my camera on my tripod. I walk over to her, and I move her hand where I want, and I move her foot a little bit, and I change the lighting a little bit, and I go back and I say, okay, now I need you to do this angle. I need you to do this angle, and they change the lighting, and I start taking pictures. I'm like, okay, so I need you to, where I just put your hand, match yeah. that with your right hand, and she says, okay, it doesn't move. Well, she just zoned out. No, she just literally could not follow direction. It went on like that for 45 minutes. Okay, I will say, now that you brought nature up, you made me have a really bad uh, remembrance. So I did a shoot, super fun shoot, loved it. Honestly, probably one of my favorite shoots like to this day. But it was at a, a state park with a waterfall. And I was like, you know, doing my thing. I'm in my little bikini. And like this place is filled with people. Like it was a beautiful summer day. So everyone's at this waterfall just hanging out. And I was like, I'm going to climb underneath the waterfall so we can get some like sick shoots. And I'm, like, you know, strutting my stuff, doing my thing. Everyone's, like, staring at me because they're, like, why is there a girl in a bikini and a person with a camera? Like, obviously. I slipped off of the waterfall. Knocked oh, no. Myself, I knocked myself out for, like, a slight second. Like, gave myself pure concussion. Like, and I'm, like, laying at the bottom of this, like, little waterfall thing. Just sprawled out. That's horrible. Like, I, like, okay. got, it was so embarrassing. I'm, like, I got up. My ears were, like, ringing. Like, I hit my head so hard. Like, I had no, like, recollection of, like, that last few seconds. Like, it was insane. It was so embarrassing. And, of course, there's a ton of people watching, and then the photographers oh, are like, I don't know what to do. Yeah, everybody's oh, yeah. and the photographer doesn't know what to do. And you're like, yeah, that kind of stuff. That's, that's horrible. Yeah, that's, well, that, but then hey, the best part is, like, I finished the shoot. Like, I still got up, and I still, like, finished the shoot. Like, I just, like, rolled with it, and then I had to go to the ER afterwards because I was concussed. <laughs> Jesus. Okay. Yeah. That, well, and I've had to I, see. I'm if I'm shooting somebody that I'm friends with, my my favorite moment ever. Aeon Cruz is one of my favorite actresses, musicians, yeah. friends. Like we've we're, we're, we're we've been tight. We finally get an opportunity to do our first shoot together. And this years ago. This like yeah. I'm, I think we're looking at like a decade ago or more. And I'm like, right. all right, what do you want to do? And she gets out her base. She gets out her stuff. She has all her outfits. We pick everything. I'm like, we got these four. What, where do you want to shoot? She goes, honestly, I'm leaving a location to you based on the outfits. I don't really like being over running water. I don't like heights. And I'd really <laughs> like to not be, like, in the middle of traffic. So I found a bridge 60 feet over mo- moving water, and I made her go on the outside of the rail, so I shot over traffic. Stop. Yeah. It's one of her favorite shoots because I literally went, oh, you hate these things? Welcome yeah. to hell. Welcome to the shit show. <laughs> That's insane. I would have been terrified. I should have went with those rules, though, when I did this shoot. It was insane. Yeah, she's like, I, this is what I don't want, and I deliberately did that. So it taught. So she told a bunch of people that I worked with that, like, don't tell them what you don't want to do because they'll make you do it. So yeah. I flip it on them, and they're like, okay, so I really want to do this and this and this and this. And I'm like, okay, cool. We'll do that. Cool. So I'm going to go out of your comfort zone. Yeah. I those pictures turn out amazing, though, since she, oh, like, yeah, didn't take that stuff. Yeah, she loved everything it. about it. And everybody was like, holy shit, this is so new for you. Now she doesn't have that fear. With other people I've worked with since, it's the same way. I'm literally like, yeah. okay, if this makes you super comfortable, I'm just going to add an element that makes you go, what the fuck are we doing? Yeah, but I feel like that, like, because it makes, like, I don't know, 
brings you out of your comfort zone and you can start doing, um, like, I don't know, just, like, things that aren't your norm. Yeah. Like, I love, I have a girl who, she does all these really very pretty headshots, all stuff. I'm shooting with her in two weeks in Denver, and she's like, I want you to cover me in gore. Make me the nastiest, grossest zombie dead thing ever. And her agency is super pissed, but she's like, I'm doing it. Fuck off. Really? Yeah. They're super upset about it, but she's like, I want to do this. I've wanted to do this. See, and, like, that's it. why I like doing, like, freelance modeling. Like, because, like, I mean, like, it's obviously not the most, like, profitable, but, like, I can do whatever I want and have, like, the freedom, but I can still do, like, side projects if I wanted to. Well, and that's what you need. You need to be yeah. You don't have the artistic freedom in everything you're doing. Be, I don't care what yeah. it is. I don't care what it is, so... Yeah, well, we've rambled on here for, for quite some time. I, I'm, I, I'm glad we got this. And, I, and, of course, nobody else that was listening to this realized you were traveling to work. So um, <laughs> it's just kind of great. Um, you got, let's see, is everything under Little Paulson 5 or 5.0? Little Paulson 5.0. Okay, perfect. Um, God, you've got, what, like 65,000 followers on TikTok? Is that right? Uh, TikTok, I think it's 85 almost. Oh God! I was thinking it was like sixty-five the last time I looked, which is a while ago. And then you got you got a decent Instagram following, twenty-three, twenty-three-five, somewhere in there. I know that. Yeah, I think so somewhere in there. Yeah. You're 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 doing what you need to. Definitely. I, the reason I like your Instagram is it's a mix of your modeling, your art, your products, and like inspirational shit that actually is relevant, rather than just the yeah. dumb shit that people have posted out there. It's like, hang in there, buddy. You don't. It's have not that, live, so. laugh, love. No. <laughs> yeah, no, it's definitely it's definitely not your Hobby Lobby style of fucking inspiration. So I dig that. Well, I appreciate that. I'll take that as a compliment. <laughs> oh, definitely. Don't get me wrong. I I go to Hobby Lobby. I don't get Lobby, me wrong. I was just saying that's not bad Hobby Lobby. I love that place. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I I go there, but I usually go with like one of my guy friends, and we hold hands to make everybody follow us and be oh, mad. Oh, I love that. I, yeah, we're just we're we're just assholes. <laughs> I love that. I love that a lot. Uh, yeah. So well, you enjoy your day. Um, thank you. Before, yeah. Thank you for having me on. Oh, absolutely. Um, the only thing i got to ask you is what are two songs you can't stop listening to lately? Ooh, that's a really good one. I would say my two favorite songs right now. Does it matter genre or no? No. Ooh, I would probably say Earthquake by Josiah and Jaden okay. and Not a Home by Party Alone. Okay. So like, the beauty of being me is I know how to get licensing and stuff, and I like doing intro and outro music. If I can make yeah. it work, I'm going to. So, Absolutely. Cool. Well, right. you have a good rest of your day, and we will talk soon. Perfect. Thank you. It's good hearing from you. Good talking to you. Bye. Bye. Don't feel like home.